So welcome to episode 14 of the Legacy Video Lounge. I'm your host, Steve Pender. I'm a personal historian and videobiographer, and I'm president of Family Legacy Video Incorporated in Tucson, Arizona. You can visit Family Legacy Video on the web if you'd like, and you'll find the company at familylegacyvideo.com. In this segment, I'll answer a listener's question about keeping up the energy during a life story interview, and I'll do that right after this. Ah, the wine of the table saw, the sweet smell of that sawdust, and the tap of a hammer on the nail. My dad's a woodworking ace. Now his grandkids will learn their grandpa's more than just a guy who built our dining room table. Thanks to Family Legacy Video. Now you can share your life stories in a custom legacy video your family will cherish. To learn more, visit FamilyLegacyVideo.com or call 520-743-4090. That's 520-743-4090. FamilyLegacyVideo.com. A little while ago, I had a, an email from a podcast listener named Denny, and here's a little excerpt uh, of, of what Denny wrote in his email. Uh, one thing he says that occurred to me after I listened to your podcast on the pre-interview, which was excellent, Denny says, so thank you very much for that, is regarding the energy levels. Uh, I did radio for years, and I know people of all ages can tend to go monotone if you don't keep lifting up the energy. So I hope you'll address this issue in a future podcast, and Denny, the future is now. So we'll uh, spend a few minutes talking about this subject. Sure, uh, keeping up the energy during a life story interview uh, is uh, is crucial, I think, to the success of an interview. And so I, I kind of get started with figuring out a storyteller's energy levels right at the beginning in the pre-production process. This is the time when you're doing the pre-interview and doing all the planning for the uh, interview shoot. I will ask the client. Now, quite often on these projects, my clients are the children or the grandchildren of the storytellers. And so I'll just ask them straight out what, you know, if it's their mom or their dad or, or both, say, what's their energy level like? What's their stamina like? Are they up for a full day's interview or do we need to, you know, look at uh, breaking it up a little bit? And uh, I'll give you an example of that. A number of years back, I interviewed a really interesting gentleman. He had an extensive business history and he, he wanted to cover that in detail and I could tell this was going to take some time. So I asked his uh, daughter and son-in-law just where he was at physically and, and you know, with his energy. And, and they said he was a morning person. He did great in the morning, but he would kind of tail off in early afternoon. So we uh, arranged to do the shooting in three half days. So we uh, would shoot in the morning and then leave uh, after uh, or leave at lunchtime rather and and that worked out real well so we were all fresh in the morning and then instead of wasting our time and him being uncomfortable in the afternoon uh, we just did other things you know I was able to scan photos and things like that and so it, it worked out real well now if the material is extensive anyway you know if you know you're going to cover a ton of stuff you you may want to look at you know, having more than one day anyway, you know, at least a two-day shoot or so, uh, depending on how much you think you can cover in, in any one day. And another thing to consider when you're thinking about how many days to shoot is, well, just how long are you planning for the video biography to run? I know quite often going into some of my projects that are that are going to be more extensive that, okay, this is well in excess of, uh, say, an hour's program. If you're bound and determined to keep 
the finished video biography, you know, for budgetary reasons or whatever, say, uh, for argument's sake, at an hour, then, you know, you need to be careful about how many questions you ask, you know. So you need to be clear with the storyteller and with the client about just how much time you have to cover. I find that, say, for a show that's going to run about an hour or an hour and a quarter, uh, we generally, on a standard shoot, uh, would maybe have a couple of hours of raw interview, maybe a, a touch more, and that cuts down fairly well uh, into an hour or an hour-ish. So be aware of that. That's got to factor into your planning as well, because if you quote somebody a price based on an hour show, and then you just go crazy with the interview, and you know, you're looking at uh, two hours, three hours, or more of a finished uh, program, you know, you're not going to be making much money that way. And so uh, so just something to, to keep in mind. And that, that's always something I'm looking at when I'm, I'm, I'm budgeting you know, for one of my, my clients. Now, in, in terms of when you're in the moment, when you're interviewing a storyteller, create a safe and comfortable space. Remember that quite often this is going to be the first time that your interview subject is will see what a video shoot is like uh, you know so there's going to be lights cameras equipment possibly other crew members there so you know you want to make sure that first of all all of your crew i mean and i specialize in this with family legacy video my crews are just spectacular people and in in addition to being great at what they do, uh, they are just really friendly. And so we all, as a crew, help keep the, uh, the situation light and fun and, uh, and friendly. And uh, that's what I, I would advise anybody in the business or getting into the business to be aware of. You know, and I, I, I also make sure to let the storytellers know that they have some control. I mean, yes, I'm the one conducting the interview, but you know, if they need to take a break for whatever reason, they can let me know and we'll do that. Always keep some water nearby if they need a drink. Uh, what's, what's some of the other things? Oh, and another important one is the fact that uh, if they're not happy with an answer uh, they happen to be giving, they can let me know and we can start again. Uh, you know, there's plenty of storage on the cards, so it's not going to hurt anything. And so I let them know uh, that they can do that. And I think that really lends to their... Uh, their comfort, and their security uh, during the process. Now, if you were going to watch one of the interviews I was conducting, uh, you would probably think I might have gone to mime school. (laughs) And I only say that because, you know, a a video interview conducted properly, at least this kind of a video interview, uh, where in the final program you're not going to hear me or see me at all, the vast majority of my interaction with the storyteller is is nonverbal, okay, nonverbal cues. So the main thing is to maintain eye contact during the course of the, 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 the interview. Uh, that, that lets your storyteller know that you're with them. Make sure you vary your expressions. If they're talking about something humorous or happy, you know, you want to be smiling. You might want to convey another emotion, let's say, if something's bittersweet or whatever. So stay with them, stay connected with the eyes, stay also uh, uh, connected with them on an emotional level uh, to reinforce whatever it is that they're telling you. I mean, that's, that's very important. Not a lot, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and just uh, even gesture, I'll gesture if somebody says something like, 
that I want to reaffirm or, 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 or convey the idea that, wow, that's right or that's a great point. You know, I'll, I'll do a little hand gesture that conveys that, you know. So all these little things will, will let the storyteller know that you're there with them and, uh, and on the right page. And that, that helps. You know, when somebody knows that, when somebody's got that comfort and uh, they know that you're interested in what, you, what they have to say, that that's, lends a great deal to, uh, to their energy because then they'll be really interested and excited, really, about telling their stories. And, uh, you know, you'll see a, a great result there. But you also need to be watching for the storyteller's energy level okay so you need there's one part of you that you've got to be there with them every step of the way during the course of the interview listening and supporting them emotionally and and what have you but uh, you've also got to have one little eye on their energy level and on their mental focus if they uh, tire or they start to stray you know don't be afraid to just stop recording take a break, get up, walk around, go get a snack or something. An example I can give you from, uh, again, from a few years back, <laughs> everything seems to be from a few years back, <laughs> a wonderful lady, and we had a very, very extensive uh, interview to do. We were pretty much, uh, I think it was like uh, close to two days of, of, of interviewing with her. She was in her 80s. And uh, I noticed after a while on the first day that she would reach a certain point where kind of the light would go out of her eyes in a sense and she would start to ramble and you know so I think it I don't know it was a a sugar level thing or just her energy dissipating Uh, I thought well let's stop okay and so I just called a halt to the recording and we all got up we went into the kitchen we had a coffee break and that refreshed her so we came back and continued on. And, and I just established a pattern that day and then the following day where about, oh, every 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how she was looking and sounding and where we were in the story, we would take a coffee break. And, uh, and from that point on, she was great. And uh, just have a good time. Show them that you're, you're happy to be there and you're interested in hearing what they have to say. And, and as long as you do that and follow some of these other uh, pieces of advice I gave you, uh, I, I don't think you're going to have any problem keeping the energy level up because time and again, when we really get into the stories, uh, people kind of are their own engines, <laughs> you know. But like everybody, they do get tired from, uh, from time to time. So that's up to you to notice that and control that part of the situation and then just uh, call a halt, take a break, refresh, and, and continue on. And uh, so that's it for this segment of the Legacy Video Lounge. If you have any questions or comments, please email them to me at steve at familylegacyvideo.com. And if you like the podcast, I invite you to subscribe. Until next time, I'm Steve Pender, reminding you that everyone has a story. Isn't it time you told yours? (laughs) 